Tavern Squad is a tabletop RPG podcast that features adult themes and language. Viewer discretion is advised. Hello and welcome to the Tavern of Terror. I am your host and innkeeper of arcane lore, Connor Everly. This little mini-sode is a Q&A session that the squad and I had after wrapping up the scenario. That being said, there will be heaps, heaps of spoilers. So if you haven't listened to That Box You Saw, Part 1 and 2, please pause this here and go listen to the mini-series. Get at it! And with that, let's get to the questions. Well, what did you guys think? That was fun. I think that was a perfect pacing. I think that was quite enjoyable in terms of adrenaline and action. Yeah. I'm glad. I, I was able to test play the scenario, so I got I got some pieces of it um, kind of ironed out, which was nice. Yeah, man. That was like a, a, a live action uh, for me, or I guess live in my head action, uh, like choose your own uh, death goosebumps. So, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, a hundred percent. At every point, I was just like, I want to pick the way I go out. I don't want it to be picked for me. Like that scene swapping too, when everyone diverged, keeping everyone still going worked really well. Mm-hmm. Thanks. I'm sorry you got off so early, Sean. I know. Oh, all good. I I chose my death, as Dan put it. That's true. I uh, picked where I wanted to be. You had to have known that trying to steal this guy's handsaw right out of his hand was probably not the best choice. Oh, no. But the fact that I somehow saved you, Andre, is baffling <laughs> to me. That's badass. That's great. I'm right? So it was totally worth it. Yes. I love I loved the disc yeah. growing. No, the totally worth the death. fantastic. It was... It was such, like, a trolley way to, like, <laughs> fuck with this, like, evil right. spirit. You're just like, eh, mm-hmm. frisbee golf! God, we should have, like, like, thrown in a, a, like, a golf term, like, double eagle. Great. Like, when you... <laughs> Is this, like, we golf? <laughs> eagle pops out of the hole. I'm stoked mm-hmm. on that playthrough. I thought that was a lot of fun. Yeah, I thought mm-hmm. that was good. Yeah. Dude, that path, too, is so funny. So many yeah. revisits. I appreciated how it took us so many times to get down it. We didn't get to do it the first time. We tried our way through it. But it didn't feel stale, because every time there was like a new no. aspect at it. Yeah. It was good. Yep. Good. I'm glad. Yeah. Those I'll I'll tell you a little bit more. I can give you more of like uh, the behind the scenes if you guys are interested, but I probably won't record it. Because this might be another one of those things where it's like we can potentially provide this scenario for our listeners who are interested. Sure. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if I can include that because that might be like a promise that I can't keep for like months. No, I mean, like you can just go ahead and like stamp it right here. Here be spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> this here marks a spoilers heavy Q&A session. 
So, was the the guy in the plaid the kid? The the headless man. Yeah, with the toothless. Yes, yeah. he was. And his dad was never really. Who was the guy in the bot in the toxic bin? The formaldehyde. That was the um, partner of Lisa. The abusive dad. No, the woman who was being tortured in the basement. No, so Lisa Lisa appears to be a victim of this kid that was abused in the in, in the middle. Lisa is not the mom. Mm. Yeah, I I thought I thought maybe Lisa was the mom for a while, but I I understand now. So he he's a child of trauma. Okay. Turned serial killer. Yeah. Okay. I guess what's what's a little confusing to me is like the reaction of the police if they're looking for Lisa. My impression was that Lisa was more current, but maybe... Well, the police were ghosts. That's not the case. Yeah, maybe they were old police who were looking for Lisa investigating this serial killer case back in the day. That's exactly what it is. I guess then the ultimate question that we did not answer is who cut this guy's head off. So that's a little bit of lore that I wrote. Um, That, you know, I haven't... I wasn't really sure how I could disseminate it throughout the game, so I kind of just let it be. Um, but essentially, you know, this guy was, you know, he was suspected, uh, or convicted of, well, I guess no, suspected. He was suspected of murdering 12 people, like six couples. What was strange is that he was found, his body was found, missing his head. There was formaldehyde soaking his shoulders, his own blood soaking his shoulders, and from the cut marks, it looked like he sawed off his own head. Don't move. And his head was never found. Wow, we got some dumb luck finding it right at the beginning, then. <laughs> yeah, shit. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of like the whole point of the scenario. <laughs> I'm a little bit bummed that, like, destroying the head didn't have any impact. But, I mean, couldn't be that simple. I do like that it became, like, this, like, box that just cursed object. Yeah, I think that's just what Cthulhu Dark is. It's like, you can't kill the evil. And I, um, that's the part that bothers me the most. Because I'm like, so used to D&D. I'm like, kill it! Kill it! I can't. Even though I tried. No, nah, it's like to survive long enough to get the story. Yeah. Or die in a cool way. Yeah, you basically, so everybody is just uh, Jamie Lee Curtis in Halloween. We're just like, trying to... Not the girl that showed the most skin at the beginning, because that's always who gets killed. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. True. Pretty much. That's who I just want to be in life. Just want to be the girl with the most skin showing. Don't we all? The girl that most that shows the most skin always. Yeah. There is one way that I wrote for successfully beating the encounter and like getting rid of the cursed box. How? How? Well, did we have to burn the box? Do you guys have any guesses before I give it away? No, I tried everything I could think of. <laughs> I feel like I should have had to do something first. Like, I should have attacked the guy before he could have killed me. Oh. I feel like that was a missed opportunity. Wooden duck and the shoes inside the box in a fire. Nope. What if, okay, what about destroying the saw? I really liked where Andre was going with sticking the saw in the formaldehyde. I thought that was going to do something. What if you just chop up the box with the saw? Nope. Oh, I guarantee this is like one of those Call of Duty zombies games, right? It is super duper unclear as I've realized. But you guys were able to turn over pretty much every stone, every encounter that I wrote. As you can as you can piece things together, like, they lived a very harsh life. The child, his name is Fred. Fred Glaston. F.G. F.G. And 
he just wanted to stay with his mom. However, his mom died. His his mother's body was kept hidden from him. He could like never see his mom's body. And seeing inside the tree, seeing that the mom was like, this is like the only safe place, like, you know, right here. Part of it was taking the head and taking the head down off the mountain. And because you didn't, I didn't really think to add this part, then maybe I should go back and add it. But like, essentially you could stumble upon at the bottom what looks like a barrows, just like a stack of stones that looks like just a shitty made grave where flowers are starting to grow out of. And if you were to put the head by that barrow, you were uniting the son's head with the mother's body, and that would. So what direction was the barrow? Was that back the way we came? No. So the puzzle with the fork in the road is that you needed to take the same direction three times. So if you noticed, you guys went left first, and then Andre went left the second time, he went right the third time, then the fourth time, the red shoes were pointing down the left trail. And the shoes are the giveaway as to, like, this is the way to go. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. And that's where you could descend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought about trying to put, like, the shoes with the head, like, because I, that, like, that, the only safe places with me, and, like, how do I get them together? But, like, where would we have seen the body? Or the so thing? that would have only have been at the bottom once you guys had taken the path the three times. Oh, okay, I see. Um, and, again, because you kind of you didn't bring the head and you got to the bottom i didn't really think to add it yeah i guess you're kind of stuck because we burned the head right you burned the head but then it came back with like more vitality each time someone died the head gets less decomposed i also like Mm. the idea of isabella offing through to solve puzzle obviously that wasn't going to do it but i appreciated the little bit of party conflict that got injected Mm -hmm. yeah Mm mm-hmm I mean, honestly, Andre just did so well because he fucking rolled so well on sanity. Yeah. 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 You just never fucking made yourself insane. Yeah, that six never happened. Wait, wasn't your first roll a six? I think so. So I I was okay early on. So you just got out of the way. Yep. Yeah. (laughs) And then you just rode those ones and threes. Right? The only stone that y'all didn't unturn was picking up the shoes at the top of the rim. If you were to pick up the shoes at the top of the rim, you would have heard something rattling inside. The shoes? Yeah, inside the shoes. And dumping them out, you would have found a bunch of severed toes with green... Nail polish. Nail polish. Okay, dude. Yeah. Who has green nail polish? Is it Halloween season? Well, apparently Lisa had green nail polish. Jessica, it sounds like you're maybe out of your element on that. The nail polish? I guess maybe I, I totally picked up on the wrong thing then. I thought it was a, a big Lebowski reference. Oh. Oh. Is that that actually makes a lot of sense, because I, I knew it was a reference to Big Lebowski, but no, I didn't understand it was a Lebowski reference, and I didn't make it one, certainly not. Wait, did they do green nail polish in Lebowski? Yeah, Ooh. the toe. Yeah, that's like the big thing, it's like um, the severed toe is the... Has the green nail polish. Yep. That's a great nod to the Big Lebowski that I did not even severed think toe. of. I get you a severed toe. But I'm going to edit that so it makes it sound Fucking like I totally amateurs. thought great movie. You were like, yeah! <laughs> yeah, definitely. Totally Big Lebowski. Fucking amateur. Yeah, no, but the toes were supposed to obviously correspond with Lisa's. That was it. It's like Lisa's severed toes inside of 
Fred's mom's shoes. So I just should have kept running. I should have just kept fucking running and running and you, running and hopefully would have gone three times. You lost your sanity when you opened the box, right? Yeah. Yeah. I could have not opened the box and kept running, though, is what I'm saying. I feel like we all played the character, though, pretty well. Like, I would have failed in a loan. <laughs> I would have been the first person to die. All right, well, any, you know, any other questions? I guess maybe, maybe from each of you, my question is, what was, what was your favorite part? I really got creeped out by the duck being pulled by something small. Like, I think that was a really, like, small thing that was, like, honestly pretty creepy because I was like, it's dusk, so it's not, like, dark, and you can see well enough to pick the duck out, but, like, the fact that you couldn't see anything and it was, like, a long 20-foot cord pulling something, I was like, if I saw that shit, I would fucking leave because that means there's something 20 feet away from me that is pulling this fucking thing. Yeah. Like, and I was like, that's fucking it. I'm done. Yeah. I thought the creepiest part um, was him sawing at his head. I think that was the part where, like, I was like, "Fuck! Like, this is great Halloween content." <laughs> <laughs> I was bummed my fort didn't do anything though. I always do that. I'm always like, "Let's build something," and or like, "Let's do this thing," Let's and fortify. then it's completely useless. <laughs> For me, the forest loop was like mm -hmm. nightmare material. Like being stuck in a forest loop. Uh, yeah, I don't like that. Yeah. See, I thought the police officers were some straight. Like, there was no logical way they were actual police officers, and there were so many of them. And I could just imagine in my mind, like, the darkness with the light, and you can see a little bit of silhouette, but, like, nothing adds up correctly. I was like, oh, shit's fucked now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. The, the police officers were a really nice touch. Mm -hmm. Thanks. Yeah, I think the, like, swarming lights was so good. Like, mm -hmm. yeah. Because it was like, oh, here's safety. And then you're like, no, no, this is actually probably worse. We made it worse. Very worse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like the, all of the stuff before that is, like, typical, like, tension building, like, at the beginning of a scary movie where they give you a jump scare and it's like, ah, the cat scared me. Right? Yeah. Like, that's what the other stuff was. And that was the, like, oh, no, now things are, like, actually like super spooky i did like i think we were pretty good at like dan the first you're like let's roll to see if we like which theme to pick if we knew each other or like if we're older or in college um and then like that was how i made my decisions going forward i'm like okay like yeah because i really don't know let's roll see if i kill myself or if i try and kill drew <laughs> and stuff like that used it a couple times so i liked i don't know i just i like the idea of like really having the dice influence the story for sure well too i think it's you know like we didn't really i had no concept of what was going to happen before this so there were points where i was just like i have no idea what i'm going to do so as but you know i think it's helpful to just make those decisions for yourself I'm trying to think i don't necessarily i don't really know what was my favorite part i think one thing i was really glad about is that like the way that i wrote this is i wrote like so many encounters like so many things you'll like see um and i was like really pleased that you guys pretty much got all of it i mean just just missing the toes um falling out of the shoes was the only one and that's because i ignore it like i am in my head I'm like i'm sorry like i know you wrote something about this but like my character wants to gtfo and yeah. that's okay i mean that's okay um yeah you were playing your character yeah but it was like a a 
what is it, Night and Day to Sacred Stones, yeah. where we uncovered Nothing. very little yeah. story, whereas, yeah, this one we hit a lot of the points, which is cool. Yeah, that was that was really nice. That was really satisfying. Like, I really enjoyed, um, I really enjoyed, like, all of your guys' deaths. I thought those were pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, I do love the frisbee throw, just, yeah. like, <laughs> taking it out of the sky. So what would have happened there had uh, Andre been hit by the flying saw? He would have been dead. Dead? He would have been dead. Really? That would have killed me? There's yeah. a saw flying at you. So that that is, I wrote it down here, where it's, if you ever present the headless body with the head, it goes into a frenzy, and it will try to kill the person with the head. Gotcha. So, like, I almost thought for a moment that if Rod didn't actually save you, that Rod might try to save himself while you're being killed. Because you presented the head, you become the focus at that point. Oh, Rod knew he was a goner with his severed leg. Oh, yeah. Leg. Yeah, there's no way. Not walking around without, uh... No way. Without my leg. Yeah, you saved him. You literally, you saved the only person yeah, that survived. you saved so. the survivor. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even think about that, but yeah. It's 100% was... thanks to you that any of us survived. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was an epic death. I was completely satisfied. I was like, man, I died real fast, and I was like, I'll just relax for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, listen to the story. It was very entertaining. Yeah, it was nice. I, like, closed my eyes for a little bit and just, like, kind of envisioned it, and I was like, damn, this is, this is crazy. I could picture it all very vividly as we were going. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, like, uh. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was great. I think it was well done. Yeah, and it wasn't gratuitous. I mean, besides, like, Rod's leg and then Blood Geyser, it was... Yeah. It was mellow enough. The sawing of the head. The tree Blood Geyser, but that was also just visual. That's... I mean, I guess that's gory, but, like... Yeah, it wasn't... But, you know, it's, like, a very Sleepy Hollow type. Yeah, the the Blood Geyser in the tree was my homage to the Evil Dead series. That's what I was thinking, yeah. It was silly, I liked it. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of unfortunate that none of us became more insane from that. We were all just like, oh yeah, okay, Blood Geyser, we're moving on, it's fine. <laughs> yep, like, right or left, right or left. Yeah. The yeah. duck can't handle it. Can't handle the duck, but the Blood Geyser, that's fine. That's completely yeah, I've already seen ducks. <laughs> blood Geyser is nothing. Oh, nothing. Yeah. And I think that's, like, part of it, too, you know? It's harder and harder to lose your sanity as you progress. So, you know, some things just aren't going to phase you. The ducks just really got to you. And I like that it was, like, your character who first saw it, too. And and then got to the duck, the wheel. Like, it was your character's, like, main arc. Full circle. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Full circle for Clive. No, it was good. It all worked out. I like that you also, like, go for the, like, the hooks. You're like, I'm fucking going down there. Like, that is my main motivation now. Like, it's gotta happen. It's gotta happen. Yeah. yeah. We're all gonna die, and I want to know what's gonna happen. Yeah. Yeah, also, yeah. Dan, I love the pseudo-Owen Wilson that you started doing. Good. I'm glad you appreciate it. That was I was like, I gotta nice. bring this back. This is an entertaining way to do it, and this is what we're gonna do. All right, well... Do you guys have any more questions, comments, queries, or concerns? Nope. Let's go ahead and call it here. So, uh, everybody get ready uh, on zero. And this is not a drill. Three, two, one.
Hey folks, hope some of your questions were answered and that you enjoyed our discussion. If any of your questions weren't answered in this session, please email us or send us a message on our Facebook or Instagram. If I get enough questions, I could make a listener-specific Q&A, so please don't hold back. If you enjoyed this mini-series, please like and subscribe. Better yet, take a moment to write a review and share it with a friend. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or Reddit. For your convenience, the links are in the episode notes. And since we're on that topic, we will be doing our first merch giveaway of 2021. We have some stickers and some other little goodies that you could win. So if you haven't followed us on Instagram, go do that now. And if you are following, keep an eye on our Instagram feed for the details. Do you want to tell us how much you liked this episode? Or how much you didn't like the episode? Or that you want us to make more Cthulhu content? Well, we here at Tavern Squad want to hear from you. Write a review, send us an email or a message on Facebook or Instagram or wherever, and we will begin reading your reviews and letters on air once they start coming in. So don't hesitate to reach out. Our intro music for this miniseries was made just for us by the talented Eugene Stacks. Links to his website and social media are in the show notes. Also wanted to give a shout out to Carl Casey at White Bat Audio on YouTube. Finally, I would like to thank my brother Ethan and my friends Alex, Robert, and Isaac Andrews for test playing the scenario with me and giving me feedback on how to unbox the terror and mystery. Thank you guys for all your help.